0: Aloha and welcome to the Outrigger Waikiki. Where we're back with another Surfers in Residence. Uh, I'm Marco. I'll be your host today in for Tammy Moniz. And big mahalo to everyone for the opportunity today to sit down and talk with James Pamplin from Beach Fresh Maui. Welcome. Aloha. Oh, well, me? I mean, we're really here to hang out at church. And are we, though? Aren't we, though? <laughs> i can do the speaking for him i know i know everyone's going to be looking at this guy so um, tell me about beach fresh maui what is it how we get started so beach fresh
1: maui started out with me working on maui teaching surf lessons as a kid and kind of growing and becoming more of a style of lesson directed towards private individuals really trying to get that personal style of surf lesson going Hmm. and having church with me makes it so much better because i have a lot of people who would even be scared even enter the water if they weren't necessarily going out with
0: someone like this little guy here. Wow. And now I found out that there's over a half a million service animals in America alone. So how did you and Church uh, meet up? So
1: I got Church. He was about five or six weeks old, actually. He was
0: still a very little puppy. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, growing up myself, I had dogs that would pull me on skateboards, dogs that would do different things. And it was always... Something for me, I guess, as I grew up, I wanted a dog who loved the water as much as I did. Sure. And when I started training him, I didn't necessarily have the service animal in mind as a way of making that specifically what he was gonna do. I just <laughs> wanted my dog to surf and hang out with me. And he was so well-trained and so well-behaved Tom huh, buddy, that <laughs> it just became a thing. It started out small. I actually just had a student ask me when he was probably a year old. I was still going through the training and taking him to work with me at Maui Beach Boys. And a student just asked me if my dog surfed. uh, And I was like, yeah, he surfs with me occasionally. And that led to the next question of, can he come out with us? And my photographer loved it. They loved it. I didn't realize how much of a thing he was going to become. Right. Break your lay, buddy. Oh, we forgive him. (laughs) And now, what breed is he and how old? So he's an American Staffordshire Terrier. Mm -hmm. He's almost nine now. He'll be nine here in September. And Honestly, I'm really glad he was the rent of his litter, because the mm-hmm. brothers and sisters this little guy have would probably be sinking my board. To be I was going to say, if that's the rent of the litter, boy. Yeah, there's some of the guys, I got lucky with him. He's pushing 70 pounds, and that's probably just about that limit of what I can have on the front of my board the way we do surf. Wow, and how old is he
0: now? He's almost nine, so he'll be turning nine here in mm-hmm. September. Wow. And now, is this a popular breed for uh, service animals? So, not necessarily. Um, Mm -hmm. The American
1: Staffordshire Terrier, I believe, started out as a military dog that we realized were a little too friendly to completely have out in that kind of service. Too nice for the military. Exactly. (laughs) We started training these guys and realized that they were just such big sweethearts. (laughs) They really just, you know, they could possibly take commands from several owners. Uh, And, I mean, he just, it worked out perfect for us. I got him just from a buddy of them who was actually breeding them for hunting. Mm. And he called me up with one of these little guys right when I had moved back
0: from getting around traveling the country myself. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't say no. And at what point did you think that you would start to train him as a service animal? So that started out, um, I guess, more
1: so when I started realizing how much people love being with him and kind of enjoying his time. It started out with doing the emotional support and the therapy animal kind of run around. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to live places and have Uh him. And a lot of renters, especially in Hawaii, you have people who aren't necessarily, they're a little cautious to rent to people with dogs and things like that. So by going through the training and doing it properly in the beginning, I felt that I took a little bit of that ease, that mindset and eased it for people. Of course. And then it just led to something much bigger.
0: And I'm sure it also increased your ease with church relating with other surf students and children on the beach and whatnot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I mean, I wouldn't take this guy out in the water the way I do if I didn't feel he was going to be 100% safe.
0: And now what's the process? Now you got church so early on, do they usually try to select these dogs for service at that early of an age, or is it something that could be taught later? The training with a service animal is actually quite interesting. It's not necessarily
1: required for anyone trained anyone specifically to train your dog okay and there's several different aspects in which they can be of service to different people whether it's emotional service psych reactory service mm-hmm. physical service with sightseeing dogs sure. things along those lines and we kind of worked into this special niche where he actually helps balance the board and helps people with surfing so i have students who like i was telling you earlier wouldn't even want to go into the water right. if it wasn't for him being there with us right. but at the same time you get people who just we're getting out there, they hop up, they're nervous, mm-hmm. and they wanna just kind of flap and fall real quick, right? Yeah. And most people wanna fall back. Yeah. This little guy doesn't wanna go in the water. So I got people. who Ah, He's got motivation to keep going. Exactly. And so I got someone wanting to fall this way. He'll counterbalance it the other way for you. Wow. And that's where his type of service kind of came into play is he actually assists with people on the board who have never been in the water whatsoever. Wow.
0: He's like a natural gyroscope on the board for you. There (laughs) Exactly. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so now what's the process? Because I read that 50% 50% of the animals that are selected for training fail, that they're not able to, to compete. So do you train, or is there a school or in so tandem the, with an instructor?
1: There are several different schools that do it. Um, when I got him and he was a puppy, it was actually through Petco on Maui, mm-hmm. and it was the American Canine Good Citizenship certifications that we did to start out. And so with those certifications, we are seeing if he can sit and stay in a place. If I have to walk in without him, he has to be able to go into public and not show any aggression towards any other animals, any other kids, anything else that would be in that area, whatnot. And he is still quite vocal. So there are portions of okay. different types of service he probably would not necessarily qualify for because gotcha. he can be vocal himself. Mm-hmm. And it's never in a mean, you know, the mean, he's always, always just trying to say hi to people. Right. And they take it the wrong way sometimes when right. he's barking, but I can definitely see that for me with him, with this type of service was great. And with any type of dog that can give any of assistance to people, it's amazing. It's yeah. a great help. Yeah, And it's just really comes down to how well and how comfortable are your dog? Are you with your dog around other people, kids, other animals? Really, right? Right. And so, I mean, I don't think he would qualify to necessarily be a sightseeing dog gotcha. because he might lead me straight into the water. Got you. <laughs> Got you. But for what he does, yep. he is well
0: qualified and well trained. Well,
1: that's and true. that's, I think, what you need to determine is what do you want to train your dog for.
0: And yeah, and it's true, because they are used for so many different uses, some of which you just mentioned. I know PTSD is a, is a huge one as emotional support. He seemed to have a natural disposition for the water. How long before you got him actually on a board? I wanted him to get in the water
1: with me as soon as I could. Right. But obviously, being in Hawaii, Parvo and Lepto and everything like that are a big run. So we took our time. I made sure all of his... Te- all of his shots were done and everything was finished and through. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he was done with that, I just started taking him in the water.
0: Right. I didn't even think of that, right. Huh.
1: That was my main concern with him as a puppy. I didn't sure. want him getting sick. I had him so young, so small. Yeah. But I honestly, what was that, Church? You were probably about three months old. <laughs> He was probably about two, three months old, I think, when we finally finished up all of his shots, everything was done, and he was safe to go to the beach with me. Mm-hmm. And from there, I mean, I have pictures of him on the board literally this big with me. At first, he was a little, it seemed off by He didn't really understand what was going on. Right. And now I can't keep him off the nose of my board. So did He's you, said, did you see a tipping time.
0: point when all of a sudden you're like, now he gets it?
1: It honestly happened a lot quicker than I thought it would. Right. I was thinking it was going to be something that might take weeks, months, a long time, and... I remember taking him down to the beach and walking him out into the water, Mm -hmm. and he ran back to the beach right away. And I went back up onto the beach, and I picked him up again, and I walked him out into the water a second time. And the second time I walked him out, he just started swimming in circles. Right. And that was when I was—it kind of just went from there. I mean, even with the surfboard, I would just take him out in the water, get him on the board, and once he was with me, he was fine and comfortable. And so you're totally confident that he's enjoying this, you know. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I know for a fact this little guy would be mad at me if I leave him on the beach. If I go surf without him, he will sit on the beach <laughs> and howl and cry until I come get him.
0: Because I saw I saw a chihuahua the other day that somebody had put on a on a bodyboard, and I have to admit, it did not look so happy at that moment. Well, it's tricky, too, though, with yeah. the dog surfing,
1: because what I noticed with the dog surfing is their tails a lot of balance. And oh, interesting. People immediately essentially associate the tail with how the dog is feeling. And that's not always the case. Right. A dog, when you watch them walk across something small, they're off balance, puts their tail down between their legs and it actually helps them balance walking across. So with him, I've had that or he puts so much weight on his front feet sometimes. Mm -hmm. His back legs almost start kind of like doing a muscle twitch. So people think he's shaking or things like that. I'm like, no, trust me. This dog is having the time of his life yeah. right now, even though, to the perception of it, you may not think that
0: sometimes. Yeah, I saw pictures of him. He's a nose rider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, have, I can't get on the nose anymore if I take him out. He just, he will not let me up there. <laughs> That's amazing. And now what kind
1: of, you got to have a big board. What kind of special gear do you need? Back when this was all starting, Laird and Dave Kalama shaped some boards. I don't know if, you ever, if the school here still use them necessarily, but they're these awesome paddle boards. hmm Named the Lairds, and he has an eleven zero and eleven six and a twelve one. Okay. And I love those boards because the way they shaped those, they were really just large long boards. They just took a great shape of a longboard and made it bigger, so you could have the flotation on it. Okay. And those are what I love to surf. And then a buddy of mine, Gott Glassing Dave Gott, here on Maui, or not here, but over on Maui, yeah. recently hooked me up with a board that's like a ten six perfect when I put him up on the front of the board. Okay. It's a big, heavy style, but always I got to make sure he's got the foam pads.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, do you need something for grip? So for him specifically, I need a foam pad
1: at least up on the nose of the board. Mm-hmm. And then generally I'll put one all the way at the back of the board. Cause when I turn with him, I got to make sure I know where the back of the board is because I got to stomp down and I will definitely step off if I don't know. And what
0: about flotation device or anything for him? We do.
1: I use a flotation uh, style of life jacket and it has a small handle right in the center of his back. OK, so especially with newer students, young kids, things like that, when they're surfing with him, he falls off the board and, you know, they're a good 100, 200 yards away from me. Yeah, it's not a problem. He'll swim back to the board and then they can just assist him by using the handle to help him back on the
0: board. And that was going to be my next question. What happens when church wipes out?
1: Oh, he he tries to get back on to the absolute best of his ability. He yeah. comes straight for the board. Uh-huh. I I said I it's a fun run, but I walk off. When I surf in a few spots, I'll just try to ride all the beach and walk off, and now I've taught him that. So he'll try to just walk off onto the beach Mm -hmm. and wait for me to come back with the board more times than not nowadays. Okay. But otherwise, he just swims back out to me in the lineup. He'll swim through the whitewash, through the waves coming, and he'll come back out to the lineup to catch more waves. Really good endurance as a swimmer. Oh, absolutely. The life jacket helps, because he is very muscularly dense. Right, oh, that's true, right. Yeah, muscle sinks, right? Exactly. And the life jacket helps keep his butt end up a little bit more, cause like especially when we're in shallow waters here in Hawaii with the reefs, mm-hmm. I really don't want his paws scraping against oh, or cutting up on the right, reef at all. Right. And he d- hates the shoes. He won't let me put the shoes on him very often. Gotcha. So the life jacket helps a lot with that. And you were saying he'll climb into it himself when he wants to surf. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I start playing with it. I'll put it down. As soon as he knows what's going on, he'll come put his head in it and get ready. And he knows he's, once the life jacket goes on, we're going surfing and he doesn't want to wear shoes. It fits in perfectly over here. Can he surf by himself? He can. I mean, obviously I still have to do the catching the wave part sure, for him. Sure, he needs a little help. But I can push him on the board. He'll ride all the way down to the beach. Sometimes he'll start turning around, kind of paying his respects to Nalu. I would imagine. Wow. And go out and get him, come back. So now is he going to be competing this week with Ocean Fest? We are. So we're competing on Tuesday morning. We're doing all day Tuesday with him, essentially going to the animal or going to the dogs for this little guy. Nice. Raising canes, sponsoring the whole event. And I was really happy to hear that they're donating their proceeds to everything going on
0: back home in Maui for yes. going. It's been happening, I guess. Of course. So the tragedy, our oh, heart and prayers go go to Maui. And I know that you were boots on the ground over there helping
1: out. Doing what we could. Um, yes. It was a very interesting scenario for everyone living up on the west side because for a good portion of the time there, we didn't necessarily know what had completely happened. Right.
0: And we're still just getting bits and pieces of it. But the one thing I think the world is in awe of of your, is your community's ability to rally and organize almost overnight, even without cell phones and, and Internet. I'm getting goosebumps even just thinking about how great the community has been. I never saw anything it's, like it in my life. It makes me want to tear up to be perfectly humble. Which is very, very reasonable. So, you know. People have been great.
1: Yeah. They, I got to say, it's it's like nothing I've never seen before because without the way the community has come together, yeah, thousands of people would be
0: without any kind of support right now. It's amazing that it was from grassroots, just from the ground up, just neighbors helping neighbors. And the efficiency and professionalism that they were able to execute. I mean, I saw somebody with basically a makeshift Costco in their backyard. I mean, it's really amazing. The concert for last night at the Bishop Museum was inspiring. And I know there's going to be more like that. Um, And it's a a wonderful time to have a service animal in your life and to have, um, you know, someone to help with, with stress and emotional trauma, which the town will be going through for years to come. So in the meantime, we've got competitions this week. And when's the, nest, the next set of lessons coming up? Because I'm very curious about how he reacts with his students, your students, of course. So it'll be the three of you on the board at the same time, yeah? you. So it
1: depends on what we have going on. There mm-hmm. are times, especially with the younger kids that have a harder time paddling these bigger boards, that, yes, I do take the back. Um, there are times where I've even had two, three kids on the board, and I just kind of kick off the back and use my fins to push it in for them. But really, it's just a matter of what kind of scenario we're in, what the needs of the person trying to learn how to surf are. Yeah. And for us, I currently have canceled all surf lessons on our end just because of how affected everyone is up in Lahaina. Of course. Where we teach, I don't want people currently trying to drive up and really that don't need to be up there. Right. But once we get back home, I do plan on trying to reorganize and restructure my lessons to possibly go back down to the Kihei side of the island, which is still open. South Mm -hmm. Maui is completely open to all tourism still. And we do want people still coming out there and visiting because, yeah. you know, honestly, Hawaii, it's our economy. Our, we have yeah. people that need our help still, even that weren't necessarily directly affected by the fire, but are being hugely affected currently in their personal yeah. lives. Can't yeah. make a living, can't pay their rent. We So we are planning on trying to switch it up and going down to Kihei and teaching our lessons there again until things on the west side come back to a little bit more. Yeah.
0: It's, it's really tricky because you need time to grieve, but also an island needs to get its economy going for the reasons you just mentioned. And, exactly. And I think of all the businesses to return, this is a very appropriate and sensitive one. And I can see the, the benefits that church and you would have to offer in so many ways other than your typical surf lesson. I find it interesting that some folks would be that were be intimidated to surf would be so eased by the animal on the board with them. It seems like that would complicate things, but it's really, it's, for it's, some of the reasons you mentioned, made it easier. It's great to see it. It brings a lot of joy yeah. every day that I get to do it, getting to see how these people
1: react to getting to surf with church. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy and down to as deep as it possibly can.
0: And now will you entertain um, the the option of maybe um, using church's services outside the surf? you know? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, originally
1: we started out kind of hoping to try to work with different programs and different runarounds. Mm-hmm. Currently I would, you know, bringing church down, getting to see everyone. You know, we have lots of people displaced right now, the hotels, mm-hmm. everyone else. And so just kind of bringing that in because you got to think too, getting to, people getting to see how well he is out mm-hmm. in public with everyone else. We have a lot of animals right now displaced, a lot of animals that weren't displaced just at the Humane Society yeah. for this. And it's a small island where, you know, it kind of gets out of hand with how many animals can get in that shelter at a time and how many they can actually keep. Right, I mean. So I would love to promote and help with getting people the kind of support I get from my dog. Sure. Like If I'm having a bad day,
0: this little guy helps bring me up. Well, there's no better poster right. boy for a cause than the, than oh, this Ben Church right here. I mean, i going cheer you up, homie oh, guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now, if that doesn't turn a mood around on a dime, I don't know what does. Now, you brought up something though that I really want to touch on is the service animals in the community. So, how do most people react to church? Um, are they cautious or curious? Well, I have the vest
1: for him when he's in, like when we fly and things like that, ask the pet and people are very respectful of it. They are good. They are very, very respectful and I appreciate that cause it is not easy sometimes to go the dog train like this and keep him in his mode of training. Sure especially when people start trying to distract them. Yes. But the second I put the Aloha shirt on him, everyone just wants to say hi.
0: Yeah, that's just mean. <laughs> you can't put an Aloha shirt on a dog and ask kids not to interact with it. Exactly. And everyone here
1: has been so great. And this, everyone's been really welcoming the church. and Everyone loves getting to see him. So.
0: And now what about businesses? Because I know that, that they're supposed to be supportive and, and understanding, but maybe some, some see it as a burden. What's your experience with that? He is a very good dog himself. And generally... If I see another dog
1: out and about, mm-hmm. someone has their service animal with them, I generally just try to keep my space myself just out of respect mm-hmm. because these dog, they are still dogs, even though they are okay. extremely
0: well-trained. They still can get on a run. That was my next question. Once you go, a dog goes through so much training to, to temper those instincts, how does he react with other dogs? Can he still be a good old dog? He's still a good old <laughs> dog. He, church more so than others,
1: can turn it on and off. Well, almost we like can feel punch like out from work and play. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. So he's very, very good at it, and it's probably a little tricky. I would imagine I haven't got to spend a lot of time around more of the, um, like like I said, sightseeing dogs, hearing mm-hmm. dogs, things mm-hmm. like that. So those guys are probably a little
0: more tense when they're on duty. I've, I've awesome worked with a lot in the restaurant business, and the Seeing Eye dogs are unbelievable as far as their ability to focus and to be so sedate that it's really remarkable and that's where i believe that
1: choosing the type of service that you need and the type of dog really come into play because different dogs do different things in great respect and manner Mm -hmm. german shepherds are some of the best trained dogs
0: i've ever seen when it comes to being service animal and i've seen labs uh Mm -hmm. do very well as well um and now as have dogs have such a heightened sense of awareness and so many other senses have you noticed his his awareness of sea life like what happens if a turtle goes by or something like that or can he sense other animals in the in the air vicinity he is still not really sure what a turtle is <laughs> <laughs> to this day
1: a turtle will pop up and he he won't go after him i've trained him on that i've made okay. sure he just stays on the board oh like jump after oh, oh wow like at that. this point I've had, I've had turtles pop up next to us and both are confused. You can tell the turtle's confused about him and he's confused about the turtle.
0: Now that's interesting because when I'm surfing and a turtle pops up next to us, which here in Waikiki happens all the time, they look at me with this understanding that I'm in their living room and it almost seems like, I don't know, judgmental in a way. They know who what I am, you know, exactly. so they're confused with him. It is and it's, it's very
1: funny to see. It's a whole different sight, getting to see it and run around. Just, he's very curious of what they are, what's going on. Obviously, I would never let him near a sea turtle here close on the beach, so he's never actually of gotten course. too close to one himself. Okay. Thus, I would imagine why his curiosity is still so high. Oh, sure, that makes sense. But it's even more funny, it's honestly seeing the turtles' reactions. Because a lot of times the turtle will just pop up quickly and go yeah. back down to get its breath, but I've had turtles pop up next to us and just sit there and wait. What's going on here?
0: Wow, <laughs> there's a this this I'm not used to seeing this creature out in the ocean. Yeah. With me, <laughs> anybody else, anyone else drive by and inspect him like a seal or a dolphin or anything? Not generally. We
1: don't have a lot of the seals coming out in some of the spots that I surf with him. Okay, just some more shallower water areas closer to shore. Right, but he would definitely be on the board of wanting to know what's going up. And where do where does he max out on wave height? With me, that's more where I feel comfortable with him. Okay. So it really depends on the break and where we're at. If I'm in a spot with a great channel, it's easy to catch a good right or left and kind of finish off in the channel and paddle back out. Mm -hmm. I can handle bigger waves with him. And we've pushed 10, 12-foot faces. That's usually where I start cutting it off and just in my own personal head because with the life vest, if we go down, he still gets tossed around a little bit. I don't like doing that to him. Yeah, sure. But generally... That's my limit of just making sure I feel safe and that we're in a good
0: spot. Mm -hmm. That's more so than the wave height actually itself that I'm looking at. And I don't even know if this question applies. Is he goofy or regular or like, does he have, does he prefer a left or a right? I mean, it's- I think he just prefers the nose of the board. He's He's all about hanging 10 all the time. Oh, that's right. I guess he could hang 20 if he really figured it out, huh? Something like that. What's the front got five and the back's got four. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Because they have an accessory carpool on the front. Box. Ah, gotcha. All right. Look at how much I'm learning. This is amazing. Okay. And so how do you got me sold? So how do we book a lesson? How do, how, how do people find you and church's services? We set up our website. Oh, turtle. Beachfresh
1: BeachFreshMaui. Beach feel free to contact us through there. And also church has its own Instagram. So it's pretty simple
0: to find church surfs. Church surfs. How many followers are you up to? I want to say a couple thousand. Any sponsors yet? No sponsors, just <laughs> some friends here and there and throw
1: some run arounds, but we keep it pretty mellow ourselves. We're, I'm still a working guy myself. So we just try to find our time, get in the water, enjoy the ocean as much as we really can. Wow. And I feel that's something that I love teaching with him is because how much surfing has brought to me over my life. Yes. It's been one of the few constants that's kept me in a good place. Mm-hmm. It's kept me out of trouble. It's kept me doing things the way i should be doing them keeping myself in shape too sure. and keep myself alert yep. and i would love to pass that on to anybody i can over the years so anybody that would love to come surf with church please come do please contact sure. please reach out to us and i promise it'll be one of the most
0: memorable experiences of your life well you know and you just really touched on something that that we speak a lot on this show about what the ocean means to you and and what a therapeutic place it is, and and it's it, it, how how much it helps healing, and so do animals. And you've managed to to sandwich these two things together in such a unique way. You know the 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 power of the ocean to help heal. What are some of like your thoughts and feelings when you're surfing with Church? Like what's what's. Or is it just zen? There's not, there's nothing up there at that moment. I, yeah, I was
1: gonna say, I don't, honestly don't feel like I think much. Surfing in itself is a sport where you kinda just take things as they come. Mm-hmm. There's no right or wrong way to surfing. And one of my favorite quotes is essentially, the surfer having the most fun is the best surfer in the water. Right. And that's how I like to look at it. Right. Who really cares what we're doing, where we are? We're just really to be in that moment, mm-hmm. trying to enjoy ourselves and trying. It's been a constant, like I said. For me, I got lucky enough to grow up and be born and raised here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And so that constant for me is something that a lot of people don't necessarily have the option or have the opportunity to be part of.
0: They do not. Right on. Well, thank you guys for for taking the time to join us. I wish him good in his competition. And uh, and, I, and I, I know that people are, who do take you up on your offer and come down for a for a James and Church surf experience are, are going to have a memorable one. Yeah, we will actually be here in Waikiki um, till Wednesday afternoon. So
1: Wednesday morning, if anybody really wants to come down, we are going to do a quick surf here in the morning. Okay. So you guys see us out in the water and you want to jump on the board with Church, feel free to ask. I will gladly put him on the board with you and let you guys catch your ride with him.
0: And if you're looking to catch up with them in the last minute, like because we're talking just within a few days, on their website I noticed a phone number, email, a variety of ways to reach out to you directly, and those are all my direct contacts. I love it. No systems or or or, or red tape. No red tape. It's really simple. It's just him and I. I don't like getting outside of my own means. So. I love it. But once again, it's beach fresh Maui. Uh, Instagram is Church Surfs. And uh, you can book, reach out and book a surf session with James and Church, who are having a love moment right now. So I'm going to try to say goodbye, but I don't want to interrupt this bromance. <laughs> so um, as always, if you enjoy this conversation and want to see more, make sure you hit like or subscribe on the, be- on the bottom of your screen. Share with a friend. This is a particularly fun one to share with everybody else. And in the meantime, mahalo for watching and aloha.